When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Here we are back again on Hoots and Half. I'm your host, Matt King, and this is my co-host, Mike Sheffer. And welcome to the episode. First off, I want to say thank you so much for always watching and listening to this podcast. It really means a lot. And if you've been sticking with us for so long, please leave a review. We love reading them, and it really helps us out a lot. And also subscribe as well if you only have been listening to this podcast audio there's a video version as well, so go check it out. Go binge all the episodes that you haven't seen or may have seen, but you haven't seen the video version of as well. Share it with your friends. Let's just keep the whole hoot and a half fam going. As, as they say in the YouTube community, like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe, pretty much. And today it's a fun day because this episode is just us. Just like the Bill Withers song. Just the two of us. That's Bill Withers? Yeah. I always love the Bill Withers song, Lovely Day. Like, it's a lovely day. Like, I like trying to hold it as long as he can hold it. Yeah, he's got a good long range. My, You know, Omri, he, growing up, thought that song was called Dominic. Because when you hear him say, lovely day, lovely day. It sounds like it Dominic. Also, yeah. Dominic. Dominic. <laughs> Dominic. Whoa. There's a lot of those, like, audio hallucinations. I, I always love that one song that's like, I forget who sings it. That thing, that thing, Matt that King. thing. Yeah, and I always go. It's Lauren Hill. Oh, uh, Lauren Hill. Yeah. Matt King, Matt King, Matt King. And I also love that one um, song by Drake where it's like, oh, Headlines. Where he's like, bad things. Got a lot of bad things, and they wish, and they wish, and they wish. I was like, Matt Kings, Matt Kings, got a lot of Matt Kings, and they wish, and they wish. We were going to use that song when you were going to start your YouTube channel. Oh, I know, but then we felt like it was going to be copyrighted. Um, and Copyrighted. They would have yeah. come for me, and it wouldn't be worth that. Would have got arrested. It would have been... Have you ever been arrested? No, I've been close. Very <laughs> close to being put in the handcuffs. Because you narrowly escaped or you just talked your way out of it? <sighs> wrong place, wrong time. Talked my way out of it. Mostly oh, so you dealt confronted with... the police. You didn't, like, escape. No, I confronted. Okay. Or I, I was like, one time I was caught in a car with people that were smoking weed. But Ooh. we didn't have the weed on us. We had threw out the blunt. Okay. But there was a pipe. But we paraphernalia. Like did paraf some paraphernalia, and uh, yeah, we got uh, caught with that. But I don't know. One of my friends' dad was a lawyer, and he was like, "Going, oh, this is unacceptable. I want my dad coming right now." And the guys like the cops freaked out. Then they let us go. And in Texas, they're pretty serious about marijuana laws, right? Yes, yes. I don't know if it's gotten more lax, but, but they treat it real. It's like 
serious, serious stuff. If even weed over there, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's what kind the of, devil's lettuce. <laughs> what kind of car? Nissan Altima. Oh, we. I think we're in a Mustang. Don't we're, you feel like Nissan? Uh, the Altima? Nissan Altima was my first car, though. Really? Yeah, a Nissan Altima. You got a used Altima for your used first Altima. Car. Yes. Com- the most untinted windows ever. It was clear <laughs> as day in it, and it was cloth. It was a total mom like mobile. Yeah, but. I love that car. Anytime I'm driving around and I see a Nissan Altima, I just imagine that there's four high school kids passing a blunt around. Oh. Doesn't it just look like the... Yeah. Like, that's the car that, like, everyone who was... I mean, not to stereotype the Nissan Altima crowd, but, like, many... More than once, I've been driving and, like, you smell weed from a car driving next to you and you look around and it's, it's a it's Nissan It's a Nissan Altima. Altima. That or a Scion XB. <laughs> Have you ever gotten into a Uber... Or a lift that was a car from your childhood? No, that's like that's an interesting. It's crazy. It's one of like the most nostalgic experiences. Like, like a, I got like in like a, a minivan, a two thousand and four Honda Pilot one time, which oh. was my mom's car when I was a kid. Dude, the memories just kicked right back in. I was so giddy. I felt like I was going to get dropped off <laughs> to school. You know. <laughs> What'd your parents drive when? Uh... Uh, my mom always just had a minivan because there was four sliding kids. doors, automatic. Oh, yeah. Sli- uh, never automatic. Automatic was like anytime we got into someone whose car was automatic, you try and oh yeah, yeah. and you're like stop, stop, yeah, like, yeah. hold on. But the and then biggest... they fiddle for the button. I just once that yeah. Biggest flex my like I had was that my parents like first minivan yeah had the automatic doors, but they were really slow. They it's were. From what I remember. It's like but more... it was such a dramatic entrance. <laughs> like when you would pull up to school, get dropped off, everyone's just slinging their vans open. You had a. Like... So you, you thought it was a, a benefit, a bonus to have this dramatic yes. entrance. Okay. It was like the Tesla door back then. Interesting. Well, yeah. it was just you and. Kevin. You mean Kevin? Well, there's four it. kids trying to get out of the car. Well, we would we would carpool the but kids in our like, neighborhood. You, you want to just slam the door open, get out, and then slam it back and get on the road. But I guess yeah, we never had that. What do you do? Pulling off a bank heist, Mike? <laughs> Essentially, when you're trying to get out and go play soccer, go to the skate park, you want to just get out, uh, yeah. waiting for a. But when it's 2000 and like three. That was pretty sick. Um, you were telling me before you're, you're not a fan of man on the street interviews. Oh, let's just hop to this. <laughs> yeah, Mike and I were just talking, and I was just looking on TikTok. I, I, I don't like, yeah, people on the street or those guys on TikTok who ask like basic trivia questions to people, like what what's the capital of uh, Canada? Yeah, or um, what? It's like a simple math equation or something, and it makes the person look like an idiot, but it makes you think. Yep. All of these people out in the the world are idiots. Yes. Like, who is the vice president? And people just can't name it. Yeah. And the people go nuts in the comments. They're like, this is everyone's an idiot these days. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no. It's just because there's like one idiot out of 100 people. Yes. And that guy waits for those people. Yeah. They, for every one interview you see... They've interviewed a hundred people that that gave normal, not funny answers. You only see the best, the funniest. And when ones. you see those people, when you see those videos, you're like, oh, if only they asked me. But <laughs> even if they did ask you, they wouldn't have put it. Billy on the street, I think, is a really good example of. He's the only one who's really good at it. But he, but he can. He'll go up to a girl and just or a person, and he'll say, name a woman. Yeah. A woman, any woman, name, and they can't do it because, like, or he'll be like, "Ma'am, do you? What do you think? Do you like Patty Lapone <laughs> or or Patty Mayonnaise?" Yeah. <laughs> Miss for a dollar. Did Jennifer Lopez deserve to win the Oscar for her role in Geely? Yeah. Wrong. And you just even it doesn't matter what the answer is, but the fact that there's a camera in front of you, there's someone screaming, pointing a mic in your face. You're just trying to get back to the office. You have your Subway sandwich. You, uh-huh. you like. You're not going to get the answer. So I, I, I don't know how I feel about it either. But, but you lived in New York for a long time. Did you ever get... I used get to see him. But you never got stopped? No. 
Because, like, I think that he has a pretty good eye for tourists and people that, like, look like they're going to be funny. Does he stay in, like, a a, a certain area in New York to get, like, certain types of people? Like, I just, some people are, like, stupidly quick or too willing to be on camera. They don't look like aggressive tourists. So he's on, normally on 23rd. Between Park and Madison, that's where he normally films near the Flatiron Building. Oh, okay. They were, 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 where uh, Peter Parker worked. The old <laughs> didn't Peter Parker work at the top of the Flatiron for he? the for the Global Gazette? What's the name of the? Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> do you think that you would do well on a Man on the Street interview? Of course, like trivia. Who's yeah. the Vice President of the United States right now? Yeah. Kamala Harris. What's two plus four? Six. <laughs> I had to kind of run it back. Name a woman. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> name another woman. Meg Ryan. For a dollar. <laughs> What is... Hit me. <laughs> Who wore the best dress in the Oscars in 2004? Oh, 2004, that would have been for... Cry- uh, oh, uh, Hillary Swank. <laughs> she won Best Actress for Million Dollar Baby. Okay, so you would do good for... But then I, you wouldn't make the cut. You wouldn't be on the TikTok. You wouldn't be on the viral thing because you would have answered the question. I'm too quick. Yeah. Too quick on my feet. You could host one of those probably. Uh, you think so? I mean, I've done like with Chris Clemens, those kind of word on the street things, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, how are you feeling, Mike? How's your day been? I'm doing great. I'm going to Miami for a wedding. Fun. That yeah. sounds like something I would do. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any tips for me? Going to a weekend wedding. I think a lot of times if you're going to a wedding and there's a whole bunch of people that you don't know, make friends with people. Mm-hmm. I don't like – I like that's how I became friends with them. Yeah. Even at Jared's wedding, I didn't know them. But I'm always going around chatting it up with people. And, and travel-wise, any like packing tips? Any oh, travel? Don't stress about your suit that much. Yeah, I agree. I really don't. Just make sure you have the good socks and the belt. Don't forget those. Those are the two things people always forget. The socks belt and belt. socks, yeah. yeah. And are you, are you doing like... a clip-on tie or are you going to tie oh, no. the bow tie? Uh, well, I don't know how. I need to watch a video on YouTube. It's really difficult. Dude, tying a bow tie is one of the worst things ever. Have you even, done it? Yes. But even when you tie a real bow tie, it doesn't look that good. No, it's that's the whole point, though. It's like It's never perfect. It can never be perfect when you tie it yourself. Yeah. So I think that's kind of part of the charm. Within the, the worst is when you're out there dancing and it comes undone <laughs> and you, you're already drunk at the wedding. That's but that's when you just do the, the George Clooney look oh, where it's yeah, just pulling down point. the collar. But I, you think George Clooney's good at weddings? George Clooney, is he good at weddings? This <laughs> yeah. is the question you're asking me right now. I would assume so, Mike. Do you think he's not just like sitting in a corner brooding like, I don't want to talk to these people? I bet he's pretty selective about which weddings he goes to. Hmm. He's. I bet he's very like, well, who do I know there? If you saw him at a wedding, would you go up to him? Probably. Well, it depends. Think? I would have to catch him like at the bar. Or would you start chatting up his wife, Huma Abedin, and be like, uh, oh, no, I, yeah, big I would, fan of your work. Uh, <laughs> or I, uh, no, I would say something like just funny. I'd be like, hey, are you going to finish that salad? <laughs> like something just really like that he obviously could tell it was a joke. Yeah. yeah but only okay. I would ask him. Okay. Would you go up to George Clooney? Uh, if I had something funny to say, I like, I don't know that it would be, I don't have something prepared. I think it would like need to be contextualized, like make a comment on something he's done or something in the area. Hey, where's our per diem? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be so crazy. Like by the time you have to like do plan your wedding date, like it's a battle. You're competing with other couples on that date. If, especially if you're doing like a summer wedding. Yeah. May, June, July. Yeah. Yeah. Wedding planning is like, I don't want to. It's a. I, I just want to remove myself from the whole equation. Oh, all of it? You won't like care. I. I. I don't know. I think 
I would enjoy it. What you want to be picking flowers and a little bit. I want to work on the but seating I know, arrangements. But I don't know. I think if hey, Patricia and I get married, we would be a good team because we have very similar tastes to plan the wedding. Yeah, yeah. And Patricia always kind of likes my opinion. She goes, "You have really good intuition." Yes. Like I'm a type of person where I'm like these, you know, the bouquets are too high. You can't see the person across from you at the table, kind of a thing. Uh huh. She'd be like, she goes, "You're so right." Hmm. That kind of stuff. Would you want to plan the uh, the tables? Like who's sitting with who? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You want to like, play a little power game there? Mm-hmm. Very, I'm very into that because I, I like if because I mean I, I like thinking I'm a matchmaker. I've never have actually successfully matched a couple up together, but I like matching friends up. Oh, like you going, would wanna... oh, you two work. You guys would get along. Okay. You guys know this thing, or you guys are from the same area. But then you have to pick who's at your table and exclude certain people too, because there's only a, like. Oh yeah. I remember this big thing at the bar mitzvahs is who sits at the at the table when you're at the bar mitzvah. So I, I already got a little taste of this. Who sat next to you at your bar mitzvah? Just family only. That's that's the easiest way to you get around. You can't sit it. next to your friends. No. What during your bar mitzvah you have like the family table for the first part, and then you have like a kids table at the bar mitzvah for your friends too. Do you but there's a, how much money did you make at your bar mitzvah? Zero. My parents took all of it. Shut up. Yeah. Wait, you have no bar mitzvah fun. No, they well they used it to pay for the bar mitzvah and then also like college and whatever. Oh. Yeah, I didn't get like a big payday. I always feel like that's such a trope in like movies where it's like I gotta take money out of my bar mitzvah fund. <laughs> there are definitely kids who have that, but those are more. What? How much do you think it was? <sighs> that's a great question. I should ask my parents. Actually, twenty thousand dollars. Probably you around made? fifteen, twenty thousand. How much do you think? Okay, for Sam's son, your your nephew. Yeah. Who, uh, who doesn't nephew. exist? Yeah. How much money you given him on his bar mitzvah? Oh, he's not getting anything. <laughs> Mike, you come on. Not like a, uh, I don't know. No, I think you give him like three hundred sixty. How much did your uncle give you? You think? I a think thousand bucks. Usually, <laughs> well, your uncle's like really wealthy though, right? Yeah, one of them is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the everyone's. Got, I feel like everyone's got a wealthy uncle. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think. Well, a lot of Jews give money in increments of eighteen because that's the the number of life. Which the two letters in Hebrew chai, the two letters is like. Eight and one, eighteen. So it's either one hundred eighty bucks or eighteen hundred, or or double it. So three thirty six dollars. Now we're doing math. All right, now now I'm checking. But out. like three sixty is a big number that people give, like a three hundred sixty dollar check, a hundred eighty dollar check. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's also like, do people give like? I think it's better to give a gift at a at a bar mitzvah than a than cash. But, uh, but cash is always best to get, right? Yeah. Is someone there at the bar mitzvah whose job it is to like collect all of it? Uh, or th- or they I just... think the parents take it. Yeah, you, oh. give, you give it to the parents. I remember my mom had like a big thing of envelopes. <laughs> do you do you want to plan a registry for yourself, or you just want cash oh, only? Absolutely. Wait, you're talking about at my wedding? Yeah. Yeah, registry for Where sure. Where do you want to get registered? Toys R Us. Can't you just do Amazon? You can, but is that where you like? Don't you want to go to like I don't know Crate and Barrel? I'm or just like... excited about getting like all matching plates and like pots and pans and yes. stuff. It's all that kind of stuff. Getting your getting own that. like set of cutlery, your own cooking mm-hmm. utensils. I feel like so many people like prioritize that and think about that as a value for your wedding, but like you can just go and do that yourself. Oh, like yeah. you could just spend a thousand bucks, really save up, and just get everything you want. But I the think toaster you want. People, the- but I, uh, but when I pay for like a friend's wedding gift, I get excited looking at the registry, being like, "Oh, I always want to know that I bought them that." Right. Yes. That, that's a nice thing where you know that you bought them like. That thing. Like, oh, how's that thing yeah. I bought you, even though I've forgotten basically everything? My friend who had a baby, I know I bought their car seat. How was Heath's birthday celebration yesterday? Oh, it was fun. I, we went to Lazy Dog. Okay. I didn't know about it till last minute because, I don't know, there's like a, a new uh, group chat 
and he thought I was in it, and they mm. made plans for the lunch, and then he calls me last minute and is like, hey, buddy, um, Mariah thought you were in the chat. Oh, wow. So do you want to so come? You got the and call- then I said no, and then Zayn and Todd, I was about to get in the shower. I was like still sweaty. And yeah, you're like, I missed, I missed it. I'm sorry. And then, uh, no, they dragged me out there. But I'm so happy I did it. It was great catching up with everyone. And um, uh, you got the call from Heath on his birthday. That's a big... When, so when the birthday boy calls you, that's I like... I thought I did something wrong. <laughs> Like I hadn't wished him a happy birthday fast enough. Oh boy. Yeah. Do, do you have you experienced someone who's chided you, know you for? Yeah, Scott did. It was Scott's birthday on April first, April Fool's Day, and I knew I was going to see him at this party uh, that we I was about to go to. I have a roast. What? <laughs> Scott was born on April first, which makes sense because his life is a joke. I think he's made that joke many times, Mike. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. He's the most self-deprecating guy. <laughs> I know. That's I his, know. like, Sorry, thing. Sorry. I just had a one. Okay. Um, and then, but we were over at the Cameo house because it was right across the street from this old chain smokers party. And so we were just, like, pre-gaming with, like, Devin, Cody, and Kelsey and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew Scott was going to be there. Yeah. But also it was Matt, like, Doan's birthday, too. So I was just with him. Yeah. And then Scott texts me, happy birthday? Question marks. And I'm like, you know me, I get so hard on myself when like oh, someone God. acts like they're mad at me. And I'm like, I of course, happy birthday to you. I was waiting to see you yeah. in person to wish you happy birthday. Get a pic, something. Yeah. Do you remember checking your, your Facebook comments or wall posts? I still do. Do you know what your number one? Because I remember, like, there was a, I would steadily increase year over year until I peaked with how many. Oh, Facebook... it's definitely gone less. Well, because yeah. all nobody our age is really on Facebook anymore. But do you but, remember what oh. your year peak was of like your most Facebook? One hundred and sixty-seven comments, maybe. Wow, that's a that's pretty high. Yeah. I think mine was like one hundred and seven at my highest. I kind of unfriend people now when it's their birthday on Facebook. If you're it's if it's your friend, and it's your birthday. And we're and I and I because that's and when they need, show up right. and I'm like and I don't want to wish happy birthday because honestly I haven't seen you in five years and we aren't like yeah friends we know each other I it was like this is the time where this ends so that's the reminder to like unsubscribe because uh, yeah, it's just when that random person comes up you're like I really don't need to be friends with this person anymore the friendship has ended wow but I don't do that to good friends yeah no I feel like good friends you know their birthdays without having Facebook it's just like cleaning up. <laughs> I'm drunk now. That's a quite a twist on the birthday notification. I'm sorry. Have to say it. We'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor, Stamps.com. You know, Mike, I hate wasting time and I hate wasting money. Well, as they say, Matt, time is money. And don't waste either time or money with repeated trips to the post office. And with Stamps.com, you can skip the trip and focus on how to take your small business to the next level. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right from your computer and saves you money in the process. So you can spend less time at the post office and more time making your customers happy. That's right. It saves you time, money, and stress. And for more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer. And you get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS. So whether you're sending invoices, you have a side hustle Etsy shop, or you're running a full-blown warehouse shipping out 
out orders all day long, Stamps.com will make your life easier. And all you need is a computer and a standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. You're up and running in minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. Stop overpaying for shipping with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code HOOT for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. There's no long-term contracts or commitments. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code HOOT. So go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, use promo code HOOT, and start shipping. Now back to the episode. <laughs> Who is... Are you allowed... Someone's stomping around in our house. Are you allowed stomper? No. I'm a plopper, though. When I sit down on a couch or someone's next to me, I, I I just I come in hot. I fucking plop down real hard. And if someone has a cup, I'm I've been the cause of many liquid accidents from plopping down. Oh. When you sit down on a couch, do you do you I don't plop. You don't plop? I think I like put my hand down to like rest me. Uh-huh. Do you do you get in the car butt first or head first? I've never thought about that. When you get in the car, imagine All you open of it the door at the same time. When you open the door, what, what Legs goes in? first. So that's butt first. Butt first. Okay, so there was a TikTok I saw, and this guy was like, No, maybe head first. I'm 6'3. What? Think about it. You get, you get in your car, visualize. You open the door. I, it's like one leg. In. So leg is. is I, dude, I have no <laughs> clue how I get in my car. Okay, well, apparently, guys get in butt first, and girls get in head first. And he, he does it. He's just like, Get in the car, and then she gets in the car. And he puts his leg in first, and then his head is the last thing to slide in. And girls, when they get in the car, their head is always the first thing to pop in. Do you think that's because they're like girls are just more concerned about like their hair and stuff? They want to like just make sure that there's not too much like. I think it might just be bi- like biological in the same way people like. How do you take your shirt on and off? I'm a, I like to cross and take it. Oh, over. oh, so you do it the girl way. What? You do it the girl way. Girls cross uh, to take no, their... No, I actually think like... Okay, imagine like if there's like the, the cute dude in the movie who's taking off his shirt. He's doing it cross. Oh, so you pretend there's a camera and, a, and you're I like on a to, film I set. I like to pretend I'm like an Abercrombie and Fitch model and I'm just taking off. If you look at just like a cologne ad or yeah, something. Yeah, no, I know. The guys are always like crossing it over because then you show like your traps and stuff. Yeah, but it's not practical. What are you doing? Like... You're, yeah, I lift it through through the I don't collar. Like, stretch my that stretches out your collar, dude. I think I I, I definitely t- used to take my shirts off, like the, the regular, way, the way like from you're the bottom. talking. But then I saw in a movie a dude taking off his shirt. I'm like, he seems pretty cool. Yeah, I've tried to take my shirt off the crossway, and I physically can't do it. Like I don't know how to do it. I've tried so many times. I think he probably might pull something. <laughs> I've been working out. I've been playing tennis every weekend. At least once a weekend, and I get we I wear the Apple Watch. I get my heart rate up. You're good at tennis. Like yeah. Whitney has been. You have you taken lessons? Not. I haven't taken a lesson. No. Tennis is one of those sports that like you need the lessons to really perfect it. That's what I've been told. Uh, that's how you get like bad habits if you don't take a lesson early on. Then you start to just develop bad habits. So I think I'm at a point where I need to take a lesson. But I'm yeah. pretty good. But Patricia's really good at tennis. Her dad is like wins the entire country club all the time. Really? Oh yeah. Have you taken a lesson? No, I haven't. I. I just there. You know what? I think it's very expensive to play tennis out here because it's real estate. Well, like it, there's not that many courts. The private here. the private courts are definitely expensive. Uh, I think Jason belongs to a, like a really nice one, but 
in like Van Nuys, Sherman Oaks, I every weekend it's like twelve bucks for an hour. And, you and can, the courts are open. Yeah. I feel like every time I'm out here, tennis courts are filled up. They look filled, but there's usually one or two that are empty. And when you you can go online and just like pre-book it the night before, the day before, it's twelve bucks for an hour. And sometimes you can like get a second hour for free if if someone didn't book it after you. Oh. And we're like meeting people that are playing next to us. Like it's it's a good like community thing to do on a Saturday morning. You got a nice racket? No, I, I just I, a Walmart, I'm Amazon, using one of Whitney's pink rackets. Oh. <laughs> one day that's that might be like what I treat myself for my birthday this year is get like get myself a nice tennis racket. Is there a difference between female rackets and male rackets? I think or? Ju- no, just the color, but oh. it's it's a, it's a pink racket that like okay. you know, it, it's okay. I think it's just like a beginner. But racket, are women's but... clubs different than men's clubs, like golf clubs? I think it just might be based on size. So like maybe like a smaller male player and a bigger female player. You know, I want to get a good pair of golf clubs because right now we live so close to the the driving range. Do you play golf? Yeah, I can play. We've never talked about this. No, I did golf camps all <laughs> growing up for like a good three summers from sun up to sun sundown golf camp golf camp what is that you, you do color color wars you doing <laughs> no duck, duck, it's just it's a pl- you drop your kids off at the country club okay. and we just have this golf pro with us who's teaching us all oh the so fun it's th- not even like regular summer camp it's just you're playing golf all day playing golf all day you're learning not you're all not the doing basics. like swimming and color wars and arts and crafts no and this isn't like a golf. jewish summer camp <laughs> this is just golf camp and so I have good muscle memory, like huh. a pretty decent swing. I can I can hang. I'm not amazing. I just need to play more often. And and Heath and Todd and all those guys play quite a bit. Yeah. So you yes. Can, yeah. They're, you have they're to wake up good. so early to play golf, right? It's like oh, three times at six fifteen. Oh sure. Yeah. You have no problem waking up early. Oh, sometimes, if you if we got a golf game, yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, you don't. You're good. You're good um, at that. You're good at jet lag too. Yeah, I just like the. I like the scene of golf. I like putting on a call. Like if if it's a sport where I can wear a collared uh, a shirt, I'm in. I'm in. That's my vibe. Could, I, I'm not putting on a tank and hitting the courts and playing some basketball with people. No. Yeah, you're not basketball guy but i feel like you could be good at tennis uh i i think i could i i have like i think that you know golden retriever tennis ball energy where it's just like <laughs> it's, if it's coming i want to go for you it. you don't have the discipline to like get back to center go where the ball i i i, I know kind of the rules of tennis okay but playing it i'm just gonna even if it's in like the the foul line i, I want to hit it go for i it. don't want to be like up oh, it's out yeah you... let's just keep it going i like pickleball Oh, yeah, that's very popular now, too. It's all the rage. Where did that come from? I don't know. And it's a lot of, like, old people playing it, too, I always say. Like, retirement community people. My parents are playing pickleball Because it's a little... It's not as, like, you don't have to run around as much. It's a little less intense. It's like the new racquetball. Do you remember when racquetball was, like, all the rage in the 90s? Like, if you're watching, like, an old, like, rom-com, yep. there's always a freaking racquetball scene. And along came Polly. The boss is playing racquetball. That's squash. Oh, and what's along the came Polly. They're playing squash. That's so funny. I remembered that. What is the difference between squash and racquetball? Squash, the ball doesn't bounce. It's I think it's like a smaller black ball, and it doesn't. It's you have to hit it harder for it to like move around. You're in like a box, like a square box. Racquetball's with... the blue one. That's really bouncy. Do you play it in the same venue? Yeah, you can play it in the same venue. I think there may be. Like the lines and stuff, you play on a different kind of like line thing. Okay. Squash is more intense. Huh. Than racquetball. I do you know how to play either of those games? <sighs> no. It's it, like wall ball. <laughs> I fucking love me some wall ball. We'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor. Bud Light next. Zero Car Beer is here. We're so excited to be one of the first podcasts to partner with the brand new Bud Light Next, their first zero car beer. Bud Light Next. You heard that right. Zero carb 
beer. It's a super crisp, light beer with only 80 calories and 4% ABV. And Matt, as we've said before, and we'll say it again, Bud Light Next tastes amazing. Oh, it's super crisp, it's super refreshing, and it's a great beer to bring around and hang out with your friends, whether you're going to the park, making TikToks together, recording a podcast. It's becoming our new favorite beer. And I found also that people who don't traditionally like beer also are really liking Bud Light Next. They say it it still tastes like a good beer, but for people who aren't maybe so into beer, it's a great, great taste for anyone to try. But I have to warn you, be careful when you introduce your friends to Bud Light Next because they're going to want to have all of it. So store it carefully, introduce it carefully, and drink responsibly. But it's always a hit at every gathering I go to with it. Yeah, it's truly one of those beers where when you see it at a party, you see it at a friend's house, you want to make sure you get your hands on it because it's going to go fast. Bud Light Next is truly an incredible tasting, light, refreshing, crisp, zero-carb beer. There's nothing like it. And you know what? If you don't believe us, go try Bud Light Next for yourself. It is in stores now. And to find a retailer who will deliver Bud Light Next right to your door, head to BudLight.com slash next. Again, that is BudLight.com slash next. Enjoy responsibly. Must be 21 or older. And now, back to the episode. Changing topics quickly. Um, <laughs> is there a good phrase to say when you're in a bathroom stall and someone knocks at the door? What can you say that's not awkward or terrible to let someone know? Oh, that... Sorry, like occupied. That's it. Doesn't it feel weird though? It doesn't feel like the right thing to say. Oh, sorry. I, I, that's what I usually. Why are do. you apologizing? They're the one trying to come in. <laughs> what? I never knocked on a stall. No, no, no. When you're in the stall and someone, if if you're in the stall, who's and someone's... knocking on stalls? Just put your fingertips up to it, and if there's tension, if someone knocks, it, it's locked. If someone knocks, yeah, or if someone knocks on a bathroom, a single-use bathroom, and they knock at the door, what do you say? You can't say hello. You can't hello. <laughs> now you're greeting. Now it's opening like a conversation. What's the right you thing to say? Well, you definitely can't go. Who is it? I, I usually say you, you, I'll you, be right out. That's usually what I say. I'll be right out, okay. and that way you let them know. But I feel like occupied. Like you, that's a word you will never say in any other context. It just feels strange coming out the tongue. I think I go oop. <laughs> <laughs> Oop, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, because like, I don't know, because they're probably like, oops, someone is in there. I, who is knocking on a stall? I, or just like a single, like if you're at a bathroom at a restaurant and you're the only, it's like a single person and someone's knocking on the door and you're in the bathroom at the restaurant. What do you say? Uh, oh. oh, that's what I would do. Oh. But then do you feel like the pressure of like, oh, I better get out of here. There's someone waiting or do you still just like. I don't know. I usually it, it depends on how busy it is. I lately like we're at bar list or whenever there's a huge line of guys going into a bathroom and you can tell like they're because for girls they're just used to it. The line's yeah. always there for girls, but when a line starts building up with guys, guys start getting pissed. Yeah, they're stressed. They're always assuming people are going in doing cocaine and like everything in the stalls and they. But like what I do is I like to rile up the guys in the line being like let's think of each other right now when we go in and do our business remember where we were men we few we happy few we band of brothers and i and then they always usually everyone's like yeah let's do it let's all go in and get it done really fast you're riling up the troops like you're going to storm the beaches and let's, you're... let's think of each other Let's not think of ourselves when we're in there. We're going to go in, get it done. And people buy into it. Yeah. Yeah. And I notice that there is a... Uh, a camaraderie? A camaraderie and an increase in pace. Wow. Yeah. So you're, you're like executing a plan. Hey, guys, let's not, let's not dilly-dally here. Mm -hmm. We're all in this together. Don't just get up there and then take your sweet time in there. Ah, oh, I made it. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes people do that. They get into the bathroom and then they just forget 
that they were waiting in line. Yes. And they're oh. just like, oh, I'm going to take my sweet time People in here now. People live in the bathrooms, yeah. man. <laughs> did you see uh, Harry Styles' new video? Yes, what's I your, did. What's your take on this guy? Well, um, one, I was uh, – uh, it's funny – about the video, one he ha- he was on that this spinning um, thing. I which saw Patricia inspired- post about it like nine seconds after it went live. <laughs> oh, too. no, I know they were counting it down to the minutes when that video dropped. Um, they they're on that uh, spinning platform, yeah. and that's obviously like inspired by Yoan Bourgeois. He's that French choreographer, which one of my favorite like ballets he the ever coolest did. Coolest thing uh, to my way, and I'm pr- and I've always wanted to do that for a music video. And Adam and I had even talked about it. Yeah, but I think though. The reason why no one else has done that is because that choreographer, I think, has some creative license on that type of right. ballet performance. Right. So that was really cool seeing it. And then it was funny when I was watching it with uh, Patricia and Tristan, my girlfriend and her roommate, who have a podcast now called Grits to Glam. Go listen to it. Uh, I was trying to like figure out the meaning and the metaphor of it. And I'm like, oh, this is like red pill, blue pill. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, between the duality of choice. And they're like, oh, I don't really see that. And then sure enough, Harry Styles says some line about like which pill to take. And then I go, see, that's that. And they're like, oh, yeah, maybe you are right. And then the next morning, Mallory, uh, Jack's girlfriend, like messaged them some breakdown of the video. And it was exactly what I was talking about. There you go. So pretty proud of my uh, analysis of it. But I love the song. Do you have any... uh... Like weird feelings about your girlfriend being obsessed with Harry Styles? No, not anymore. No. Did no, you used I encourage to? No. What do you mean? Like, I trust Patricia. I think every, you know, girl, boy, anybody can have a um, celebrity a, crush. A fangirl crush. Yeah. I think it's healthy. But you think I'm threatened by it? Maybe. I'm just curious if you were just like, you're watching her watch this video and you're just sitting there crossing your arms like, hmm. I'm not threatened by Harry Styles. <laughs> I mean, if he really fell in love with Patricia, I just hope he sees her the same way I see her. That's very romantic. I think so. That's the right way to think about it. But the song is really good. The beat of it sounds like that one song, like Take On Me, where it's the do 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 Yeah. Yeah. There's like an 80s revival thing happening, too. Like the Weeknd's whole album was very like... Dude, did you hear he's now performing at Coachella? Oh, he's replacing... Um, It's... Swedish House Mafia and The Weeknd doing replacing a collaborative Kanye? set replacing Kanye. Okay. Didn't see that one coming, but I, The Weeknd's last album, Dawn FM, I loved. Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, he's he just doesn't miss that. And then Jim Carrey interludes throughout it, too. It's supposed to be like a radio station that's set in purgatory. If you moved to an English-speaking country that had an accent like Australia or the UK or Ireland, would you... Pick up the accent and start talking like them to blend in. Definitely, like, you would. That's what, yeah. Everyone always got onto Bella Hadid when she gets interviewed after one of her runway shows, and she's like, and she was in "Simone is to die for." No, <laughs> the fashion is just the best. And everyone's like, "Why is she switching it up?" Like, yes, it's a little cringe of a moment. Yeah, she's hanging out with French people and French models and French designers all day. Okay, of course. You're going to pick up a little of it. I don't think she was mocking them. Yeah, totally. Like Madonna in the 90s, I think, lived in London for a couple years and then started talking with a British accent. She married a British guy. Lindsay Lohan, very similar thing when she was living down in like Greece and stuff. She got some weird accent. But if you moved to Australia and I came to visit you after like a year, you'd be like, hey, good night, mate. How you doing? Like you'd... I wouldn't be – I think with you and me met up in Australia and I'd been living there, I'd 
turn it back. I'd turn it back to you, but you would catch me talking to the Australians similar to them. So you wouldn't try and like maintain your Texas American accent if you no, I'm I'm a very like chameleon type blend where I can pick up habits. I do one of my biggest pet peeves is say you have like a British friend and you bring them around Americans and then Americans just start like cliche British questions. And I don't, it's not that you're intentionally mocking it, but you're mirroring them or you're just kind of accessorizing like, Oh, I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. It's like, or like, okay, easy. (laughs) Is this your first British person you've ever met? And we're like, calm down, you know? Yes. Let's, Oh, how do you say toast? Why do you guys say, oh, isn't that so weird? Do you guys say toast like that? You're just like, yes, accessorizing like the culture in the moment. Or, yeah, I always like cringe about those TikToks too where like this is the foreign exchange student who's living in my house. And like they react to like, Ugh. like what do you call this? And they're saying it they're like, oh, that's so weird. Obviously, they say it weird or yeah. differently. They live in a different country. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, we're all the same. Yeah. But like. When they're like, oh, that's so weird. It's just really baseline. It's not really weird. Really, it's just interesting. And it's not that funny either. It's just like, that's it, really low, low-hanging fruit comedy. They call it a lift? Oh my God, guys, that's so crazy. <laughs> like, really? Like, oh, you guys call them thongs? <laughs> like flip-flops in Australia, thongs? What are these, trousers? Yeah. Guys, they call underpants trousers. In Australia, they call it bathers. Like bathing suits, bathers. Sunglasses, sunnies. Yeah, I like that though. Like, where are my sunnies? I would say that with an American accent. What do they call silverware or like cutlery? I think we say that here too. Cutlery. That's like the fancy name, sure, of it. But it's like cutlery. I like ones. I like picking up other ones. Like, I like when if I hear an American guy, like someone from Brooklyn, be like, "Hey, where are my sunnies at?" Like, it's a it's an Australian thing. But if a Brooklyn guy says, "Where are my sunnies?" It it you know kind of works. I've said this before though, but like my cousins lived in Australia for like over fifteen something years. Uh huh. Some of them still have, like, their accents, even though they've now been living in America. But, huh. like, I knew them with English accents. They moved to Australia. They picked it up after oh, a long time. Wow. Even my aunt, she will still have these, like, Australian like isms, uh, isms when yeah. she talks. I always wonder cool. if I would be able to, like, retain my New Jersey accent if I was just living in Australia. Like I, I you, feel like you think you have like a Jersey accent? Not not really. Not like the stereotypical Jersey Shore accent, but I've been told that I sound like I'm from New Jersey many times. What, um what like do, do like a New Jersey accent? Oh yeah, you actually you are good at this. Like uh, what like the like the Jersey Shore ones? Uh I, like some people will say I say I say when you do that one character, like it's the type of person who I'm like I've never been. Hey around. man, what's going on? How you doing today? You want to go to the beach? It's fucking beautiful out today. But yeah, no, that's that's not really New Jersey. That's Staten Island. But if, for example, I say uh, I say Mario, would you say Mario? Mario. I say uh, orange instead of orange, like the color is orange. Oh, I never even like. I say Florida, not Florida. Oh, you say what? You say Florida? Florida. No, Florida. Oh wow! Yeah, I think I'm just so used to the you, way I speak that I I don't even like really question it. That sometimes much. people pick it up, but yeah, like if I say orange, people are like, "You mean orange?" Okay, or you, but you hear when I say Mario. Oh, all the time. That one that that that's like a dad calling like Pokemon Pokemon. <laughs> you know, like every day, hey, you got those Pokemon Pokemon cards. Why could parents never say? The thing that you were into properly. My dad has this weird thing where he'll like, he says my friend's names wrong. Oh, everything. My but it's can... always like a friend who like has kind of like a culturally different name. <laughs> but I'm like, 
It, but it does, like, you don't, he's, like, adding some, like, weird zest to it. <laughs> like, I have a friend named Satya, and he's, like, I don't know. He'll say, I wish I had a good example of, like, how my dad would. But I'm, like, that's not his name. Yeah, like, no, they just. Where did that come from? Yeah, like, like where's, uh, I don't know. My, I, like, I had a friend, his last name was Ekoff. My mom would always call him Echo. Like, it's just, it's not the name. <laughs> yeah. Like, just say it right. His name's Adam Eckhoff. Is Adam Echo coming over? Where, I never said that. But what, you know what? I think I'm going to be the same way when you're I'm You're going to just parent. mispronounce? It's kind of. But how do you mess up Pokemon? Why is it, like, what? Why did every parent call it Pokemon? I think because it just made sense. They've never heard of anything called Pokemon, and they weren't really looking that hard at the cards. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Because every, every gonna... little action, every little superhero or, or fictional thing was always like something man, Spider-Man, Superman. Right. They think it's like, oh, it's a Pokemon. Oh, and they thought we were doing like a Jamaican accent. Like, oh, it's Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> I, think I, would re- I think I would retain it, though, if I moved to Australia. I would like definitely try not to speak like them. I feel like, though, I'm going to get so into like whatever my kids are into. You think you don't think you'll want to retain your old, like Vampire Weekend, guys? It's really cool. You gotta. Listen I to this. will definitely be like, let's watch Arthur. Oh yeah, like but, getting but, them into like old cartoons. But you shows. think that they'll be interested in that? They they're gonna be like, well, we want to watch Fleepleblorp. They're just gonna be putting on like a VR yeah. headset, be like, see you later, Dad. <laughs> like that's yeah. Like you you think you like you think that your kids are gonna be the same into the same things that you were into when you were a kid, but like. Were you watching, you know, whatever your mom was watching when she was a kid? What did your dad like when he was growing up? Probably like All in the Family or those old sitcoms that you I just didn't know. My dad, I don't know. My mom always watched Days of Our Lives. That was oh, like my her... mom too. Really? Every every episode, every day, she would tape it, fast forward oh, through the commercials. Yes, <laughs> my mom would also fast forward through other people's like characters. Oh, like yeah. she hated them, the and she line. would just like she would just fast forward. I'm like, wait, aren't you gonna miss that? She's like, I don't really care about them. She's only focusing on other ones. Days of Our Lives was like lost. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like. There was episodes, like, people came back to life on that show. Oh, I know. They put an episode out every single day. Like, send in the hourglass. (laughs) These are the days of our lives. Still going on. Yeah. And they do an episode every single day. That's insane. It's insane. There's uh, a lot of actors that came out of that show. Then. And there was another one, too. Days of Our Lives. And there was one other soap uh, opera. General Hospital. Oh, that was a big one. And um, oh, The Young and the Restless. Maybe. I don't know. The Days of Our Lives. Well, that's a... That did, a... did your mom subscribe to Soap Opera Digest? The little Remember like these little magazines that was Soap Opera Digest? And it was like telling like all the gossip and stuff and like theories about the show i don't think my mom had that but i do remember like you would read I and mean, there was no internet forums and stuff so you, you when you're in line at the grocery store it'll be like the shocking finale of days of our lives and like if you have no one else to talk about it with you'll pick up the people magazine that's talking about it and yeah i remember a lot of like reading about god that was different time but here, here's actually an interesting thing. Is like my mom grew up in the '60s, '70s, and she would watch like the Flintstones, the Jetsons, Tom and Jerry, all those cartoons. And when I was growing up, I still watched those cartoons. So I think maybe there is a chance that like our the generation of our kids will also be into like Arthur and Rugrats and Hey Arnold and like I still watch Arnold today. Like I put it on Saturday morning, it makes me feel great. Like I hope oh, I yeah. hope that kids are into that stuff. I just hope like my kids like. Dad, can we watch Mad Men? <laughs> <laughs> or if he comes in and he's like, hey, Dad, have you ever heard of the show Mad Men? It's really cool. You'll be like, son, yeah. <laughs> let me call Mike, do your Don Draper impression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
That'll, yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. I'm sick of them coming out with a new iPhone every year. <laughs> Just is I, the new iPhone? The, you have green. the newest one. I have the newest one. Yeah, the 13 Did you Pro. Notice, uh, it, did you notice a difference? There is actually. This is one of the biggest jumps in recent history, only because the screen, the refresh rate, meaning how many times it refreshes, is twice. Of every other iPhone, I so heard it just it's really looks, quicker. It, look, getting it just around. looks a lot like crisper when you're like scrolling around. I don't know if you can. actually... Oh, I can. I see it. It's on uh, here. Let me. If you do screen recording, actually, I, I need a new one though because my the top left, like the touch, sometimes here. doesn't just like, like work. scroll around and like open up like Instagram. Doesn't it feel like it's a little faster? Yeah, it just like. It just appears. It looks like it's in uh, almost like it's like 3D or it's, it's almost like there's like they took a frame rate out of it. Yes. Like it's just appearing there it's really way fast. faster. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing that I've it noticed. It almost makes it feel like I'm on like drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like all, like looking at it like Yeah, it's it's a, it's a little weird. It's like when you're it's like seeing the iPhone for the first time in some respects. But okay, last question. I was thinking about this the other day. If you were if you had the opportunity to like join a band and like play Coachella, what band would you want to be on stage with? Or like artist, would you want to like be a but backup I get, with? But do I have the magical ability where I know how to play all the instruments? Yeah, yeah. Do like you can like like you just like can take a magic pill and you get to join the band and like be be the for member. my own pleasure. Yeah, Vampire Weekend. You would want to be on stage with them. for my own ego. The nineteen seventy five. What what? Tell because me, break I, this down. My, my friends are gonna really. I know if I'm playing the same time as like the nineteen seventy five and Vampire Weekend are playing at the same time. My Everyone... friends are going to be at nineteen seventy five and they won't come see me. Okay. I want to be seen in the nineteen seventy five. But Vampire Vampire Weekend would be my favorite. Huh. Like, I thought we were gonna say Brock Hampton. Brock oh man. Brock Hampton, sure. Because then Shh. you get to like be on the mic. And, I don't know. and jump and like yeah. dance around. Damn. Maybe. Maybe. But I don't know. I, I, I listen to Vampire Weekend more. I'm gonna cry though that Brock Hampton, their last show ever, will be at Coachella. This year? They yeah, they're they're, they're breaking up. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, at least you got to see their last show. That'll be good. Oh, I know. Man. Man. I'm so nervous about Coachella. Well, I think I'm not nervous. I've done it many times, but I'm with a group that hasn't done Been it. to Coachella. Yeah, you're yeah. going to be like the veteran. I know. Like, they're all talking about like, oh, maybe we should take scooters or bikes and stuff. And I'm like, you can't like take yeah, a bike into no. Coachella. It's not like that. Just like, they're either thinking it's like Burning Man or it's just like some activation. I'm like, this is a, it's a, it's, it's. Even when we went that la that last time, the, there was Coachella. We got the best possible accommodations, and it was still a schlep. Yeah. Like we had perfect, we had full buses taking us back and forth. We, but you still have to walk a lot. You still have to like pay for food. It's it's a, it's it's a, a yeah. it's, it's a lot. Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna make my own like survival guide thing, writing down all my tips for like our group, just like to make let an everyone email, know. an email blast before. Okay, yeah. guys, here's the deal. Uh huh. Are you are you excited to see anyone in particular? <sighs> Brock Hampton. Okay. And is Billy and I think, playing? but like what I always say about Coachella, like I just want to stick with the group and do what they want to do. Yeah. I don't like stress out about like seeing a lot of other people. Are but, Billy and Phineas playing? Yeah, they're headlining. Too? Oh, wow. Sick. Okay. Yeah. That's they're great. headlining, I think, on Saturday. Is anyone else we know playing Harry, this year? Harry Styles. Oh, people that we know? Yeah. 
maybe Olivia O'Brien's doing a set. I know there's an emo night set, so TJ is going to be a part of that. Cool, cool. Um, Adam is playing Bonnaroo this year. Oh, I know. I think there's something I'm doing that weekend, and I can't go. It's, yeah, it's a pretty. I think it's like June something. June's always a tough month. What time, do you know what time of the day he's performing? Uh, I think like an evening set, like a 5 p.m., 6 p.m. Oh, well, if you guys are going to Bonnaroo, be yeah. sure to check out Adam Melcher. He's yeah. the he's the man behind our intro song. Yeah. Me- this was fun. Yeah, you had a good time? Yeah. It's, e- it's easy, right? Thank you guys so much for watching or listening. Um, feel free to check out all of our other episodes that we've done lately. They're really, really fun, really, really great. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Uh, you can book me on Cameo as well. I love doing uh, birthday shout-outs, graduation shout-outs, any type of celebration. Feel free to book me on there. And um, I hope that you guys have a really, really great week. See you next time. Bye-bye.